Dialogue 19 of The Dialogues of the Gods by Lucian, translated by Howard Williams. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Dialogue 19. Eros explains to his mother why he does not assail Athena, the Muse, and Artemis. Eros, read by Thomas Peter. Aphrodite, read by Sandra. Pray, why in the world, my dear Eros, have you completely subdued to yourself all the rest of the gods? Zeus, Poseidon, Apollo, Rhea, me, your mother, and kept your hands of Athena alone? And why, as far as she's concerned, is your torch without a spark, your quiver empty of arrows, and yourself without a bow and without practice? I am afraid of her mother, for she is terrible, and her eyes burn with a fierce brightness, and she is dreadfully masculine. At all events, whenever I advance towards her with bent bow, she shakes her crest at me, and frightens me out of my wits, and I am all of a tremble, and my arrows slip from my hands. Why was not Ares more alarming? And yet you disarmed him in a moment, and have conquered him. Yes, but he readily allows me to approach him, and invites me of his own accord, while Athena is always watching me suspiciously and secretly, and once I flew by her casually with my torch, and said she, If you come near me, by my father, I will run you through in a moment with my pretty spear, or I will seize you by the foot and pitch you into Tartarus, or tear you in pieces with my own hand, and be the death of you. Many such threats as she uttered, and she puts on sour looks, and has on her breast a frightful sort of face, with snakes all over for hair, which is my especial horror, for it frightens me like a very mormo, and I flee whenever I catch a glimpse of it. But you fear Athena, as you say, and the Gorgon, and that though you are not afraid of the thunderbolt of Zeus, and the Muses, why are they unwounded and out of reach of your darts? Do they, too, shake crests and exhibit gorgons in front of them? I have an awe of them, mother, for they are grave and respectable, and are always in some profound meditation or other, and are occupied in song, and I often stand by them, beguiled by their melody. Well, leave them out of the question, too, as they are grave and respectable. But Artemis... Why don't you inflict a wound on her? In a word, it is impossible even to come up with her, as she is always fleeing through the mountains. Then, too, she has already her own peculiar kind of love. For what, child? The hunting of stags and fawns, pursuing them for the purpose of capturing them or shooting them down, and she is entirely devoted to that sort of thing. When, however, her brother, although an archer himself and a far-shooter... I know, child, you have shot your arrow at him often enough. End of Dialogue 19